Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone theme podcast. We record the show live on the Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome back to a wonderful episode of Let's Show Now. Andrew Sash Frank, can you please read the disclaimer before I or Andy RC talk anymore? <laughs> any ex- any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of others. There we go. Especially That's Jack and Andy RC. Fine. <laughs> I don't know why you're lumping me in with it, but fair enough. Carry on. Andy RC, how are you doing? Notice that we're at the bottom on the naughty step. People who matter are pop so yeah. can i be joined by my my uh, non-obedient wife vegan sausage Bonjour. uh we're joined by a guest who matters and has got all the toys painless 360 hello good evening and our overlord and savior andrew slash frank hello well hello to everyone then i'll 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 kick, kick us off it's lovely to to be back on last time the time before last I was on the show, it was the middle of summer, and there was just three of us. And if you remember, I was literally cooking to death <laughs> uh, as the sun was setting. It's a very different evening tonight coming on. It's dark. I've had to put lights on. It's uh, 2020 has been a weird year, to say the least. However, in terms of technology and the hobby as andrew and i were talking before the uh, everything kicked off not been bad actually we've still got some really no good stuff come out even though china was closed for best part of two months yeah they seem to have been busy in the background you know we you know perhaps uh, with us not like making demands and breaking stuff they could have <laughs> a lot of innovation whilst uh, yeah there's been loads hasn't there Andy, we talked about this. You're talking. <laughs> Fine, if you don't want me to talk, try me to mute myself as well, Jack. Some <laughs> passive aggressive weird thing that you're doing tonight. <laughs> now, I quite like Andy talking because I haven't yeah. spoken to Andy for about six, seven weeks, mate, since we yeah. last had a chat. So I'm it's just, been a very long time. I'm just coming round now to being a person. So. Yeah, be warned. <laughs> as 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 opposed to what? Um, just a smithering blob on the floor, just <laughs> yeah. non-human human. non-human right. state. That's right. As, I just thought you'd come. You were once an abstract idea, and now you know it. Just it was a bit of a okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're feeling better. Feeling oh, better. Pe- yes. Uh, people are asking about Curry Kitten. Is it worthwhile mentioning where uh, that that he's not on tonight, Andrew? Absolutely. So, uh, Curry is is uh, not going to be on the show tonight because he is with his daughter, who uh, has just come home from hospital. So, uh, best wishes with with him and his family at the moment. Yeah. Hi, Sophie. Get well. So, 
Virtual hugs. Hope you all get well soon. Stay safe. It's a shame he's, he's not on. So, uh, so where do we want to start? As Fraser has spotted, uh, <laughs> I am wearing a Christmas jumper, <laughs> and uh, I will defend my Christmas jumper. Uh, ab- yeah, absolutely, because uh, it is—it's past poppy season. Remembrance Day was yesterday. End of poppy season. Start of Christmas season, and we've got Leon with all the best toys. So uh, I am wearing my Christmas jumper. I completely endorse his point of view. I think the year we've had, I think you can do whatever you bloody well want. And <laughs> and seeing as, like you say, the whole Remembrance Sunday thing's out of the way, we're on countdown for Christmas, get your first bottle of sherry open, get the mince pies, let's, you know, why not? What, uh, you know, I was going to say what else can go wrong this year, but I'm, I'm not going to say that. Don't that. That's, that's, that, is, that, would be, that would be, yeah, that would be asking for trouble. What does it say on Jack's T-shirt? I wear purple for myself. What? It's fake. Uh, it's some sort yeah. of it's some some sort of Brighton T-shirt. Carry on. It's not. <laughs> it's my butthole doesn't work properly. <laughs> well, there you uh, go. It's it's definitely a Brighton T-shirt. As we're doing tops, Tony, I feel like you've been left out. Do you want to talk about what you're wearing? Well, this is what I wear pretty much all the time because it's I've got about ten of them. There you go. You can't enter this weekend, can you? Because it's locked down and you haven't got a big enough garden. We're hopefully going to mines to do the online challenge X class race, which is kind of weird, but the weather's supposed to be rubbish, so. I don't know if we're going to do it. Basically, uh, Martin set out a track. Everyone in everyone racing X class this year. We were supposed to be in California, I think, and uh, we've all been sent a track to set up. So Martin's mapped it out on his land, set it up, cut the grass, and hopefully we're going Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which day it is. I think it's Saturday. But uh, yeah, and then we've got races track timed, and then send our times in. But. Whoosh. Don't know. Weather looks pretty bad, so yeah, don't think it's going to happen. Much rather have been in California, to be fair. Uh, you wouldn't, but anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, where do we want to start? I don't know. Tracer? Yeah, I think that's the, the biggest news, isn't it? The TBS Tracer. Um, TBS Tracer. So um, th- this was an interesting one because uh, TBS Tracer, I had probably a good about two months ago um, and uh, Trappy shipped me the kit and I was playing with it. Um, and it just, as I said in the video, it just kind of works. It's basically cro- a 2.4 gig version of Crossfire is really what it is. And um, I was just explaining before that the stream started. So I did my flying and I thought, okay, everyone is going to do their normal kind of, you know, uh, videos about it. So I said to Trappy, can we do like an interview video and I'll kind of go through all the stuff. Cause he mentioned loads of things as we've been talking, um, before and as I got the kit and he'd mentioned some really good stuff, some of which he wasn't willing to repeat in public, some of which he was. So I said, <laughs> right, the stuff that you're going to talk about in public, why don't we do an interview video? It'll be a different video from me just going, Tracer, brilliant, um, <laughs> which everyone else does. We, you, we can actually talk about the specifics and some of the technology. So he said, yeah, that's great, that's great. So being 
trying to be professional and organized. We did the video. So we did the whole thing, you know, recorded it and I had to sit up and it sat there. And then he delayed the release. So two, three, four weeks went by and I'm pinging him going, when, when's it coming out, mate? Cause I'm still flying with it and it's still working great. And uh, eventually he came back and he went, we're going to have to remake the video. So much has changed in the last five weeks. <laughs> we're gonna, I was like, oh, Right. Okay. So we did it again, which is the one that everyone saw. Um, and then it, and then it kind of, uh, we had loads of, of questions about it, but the, it's really interesting because the tracer kit, the ghost and the, uh, FRM 302 stuff from fly sky that we've got, we've suddenly had this flurry of 2.4 gig radio systems. I know Curry was really funny. He mentioned on one of the, um, one of the videos it was like you know what a year 2020 is you know long range systems are now 2.4 and um it, it is it was really odd it kind of all came around because there's these uh, i think they're the semtech chips there's two semtech chips laura based chips well they're not laura based there's actually several rf functions one of those laura anyway but they would been around for ages and the frm302 from fly sky uses that chip the ghost uses that chip and Trappy is still being super evasive over whether or not they use the same chip in their system, the Tracer. So um, Pavel, Pavel Spikowski, I know you've had Pavel on. Uh, Pavel and I were actually at one point uh, trying to trace the tracks on the receiver. <laughs> because the, the chip is, the, 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 the packaging on the chip, because um, talking to Trappy is going, no, it's not Laura, it's different. And actually, the same chip can operate in three different modes, and that might be what he's talking. I think mm. he's being deliberately evasive because he doesn't want to give away any kind of secrets of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Um, which is infuriating for me because I do actually want to know what he's doing, but he's he's, he's dancing. But the but the chip on all the tracer stuff has had the the numbers burnt off. Ooh, wow. But, so so uh so that so that immediately made so Pavel and I worked it out and it's pin it looks pin compatible with the same Simtech chip, but I'd said to Trappy, so is it is it these chips? And he came back and he went, Well, there's lots of other chips that are pin compatible with that packaging. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, we're not gonna get that answer, are we? So uh so we've had a couple of goes with it. But actually, um it's it just works it's one of those really boring systems as a reviewer because you just snap it in the back the lua script works um thank you double a that's really kind it's one of those weird things that um trappy's one of those guys in tbs's it's one of those subjects i'm sure andy you get it as well when you do a video on one of those outfits that has a really strong polarizing effect so people like fat shark tbs dgi kit yeah. Uh, you tend to get an element that are the fa you get the fanboy element, which are all like, "Yay, it's the answer!" <laughs> and then you, and then you have the other end of the spectrum, which are all the it's the crap. It'll never, yeah, yeah. It, the haters, and you get this really weird polarizing effect. You can do a video on, I don't know, a flying wing or a model or a quad or whatever, and you get a general, you know, it's, it, there's lots of shades of grey. With those kind of people, like uh, Trappy in particular. Um, you have this really polarizing effect. It does seem to be, you know, you either love him or hate him. That is, is like, you know, the Marmite Vegemite characters in the hobby. So you tend to attract this really weird reaction, uh, similar to the one that I got with the um, the Fat Shark stuff, the the new HD stuff, the 
shark bite, is it? I still yeah. want to call it bite frost because that's... Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep doing that. I keep doing that. I had to redo uh, the video twice because ah. I kept, because I, because when I was editing it, I'd be like that talking about I'd call it the wrong name, and it was when I was editing, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, I've done it again." <laughs> um, I mean, but this is this is an interesting thing. Um, it, it's really funny that everyone's comparing it to DGI, and I don't think it bears comparison with DGI. The fact that people are even talking about it in the same terms as DGI. Greg at Fat Shark is is over the moon about is doing his Snoopy happy dance because <laughs> because in his in his eyes it's not a competitor for DGI um, and it's amazing how many pundits came out with this stuff and did the ah it, you know it's not DGI um, and, and you know what it's not <laughs> it's not we don't know what it's going to cost um, the performance is interesting the performance is. Um, you know, it's using the same kind of frequencies as analog does. Um, latency is about, from what I've been playing with here, about 15, 16, 17 milliseconds-ish. Um, so it's not horrific. You know, most racers would probably be, you know, uh, look, you're rolling their eyes at that kind of latency, but that's not bad. Um, it's, it's, you know, if you run a DJI system, that's uh, that's not ridiculous. Um the power levels are interesting. The the distances, because uh, of course we can only test it at twenty five milliwatts legally here in the UK, can't we, everybody? Yes. I'll <laughs> nod yes, with me. Yes, yes, Lee. We can't. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to be doing a video, and that's probably the first video I'll do with it. But the the range is surprise, surprise with this system and a comparable analog system on the same power levels. It's about the same. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so, I was gonna. I was gonna say, Lee. Do you do you think this is gonna be? Is this them boxing out analog? Will will this? Do you know what I mean? Is that we've got the DJI thing? We've got the Fat Shark. Is is there is it is this an attempt to get rid of analog? Because that's I watch. I can't remember the chap's name, but he's a, a friend of Greg's, and he seemed to be very happy that we can do away with analog now. I don't think that's the case, personally. What no, do you think? I, I don't think the cat. I, I think um, you know, it, uh, lots of people were jumping up and down and talking about the fact that it was it Red Cat who put all the money into Fat Shark. Mm. Somebody, th- th- whatever it was, several weeks ago, and everyone was jumping around going, "It's the end of Fat Shark. Fat Shark's dead." And it was like, okay, well, actually, there's loads of analog vendors out there who would love Fat Shark to sod off and leave a big gap in the market all the sky zones and the e yeah. and everybody else right would just run uh into uh, and desperately and try and kill each other to get to the spot that fat shark has so even if you took fat shark out as an analog goggle manufacturer it wouldn't stop analog doing it because actually yeah. with analog um i mean you know okay who's got the dgi system in here because i know andy you have i have yeah. Oh, us three. Tony had right. Okay, okay. So, so that that's the poor side. So, so, so those guys <laughs> haven't tried it out. Um, so, uh, so if you try the DGI system, um, and let, let's assume that everyone has for the moment, um, and if we ever get together, obviously Andrew and you know Brighton, you can have a go. But but once you've done the DGI system, you are spoiled a little bit. Because yeah. if you if you, if I go to the field and I start with analog, I'm quite happy until I put the DJI stuff on, 
And then you, you think, oh, that's that's a bit, that's quite a lot clearer. I like that. And then it's only when you go back to analog that you think, holy crap. Um, and you realize the drop. Um, the, th- the thing is with this is that this isn't um, this isn't a whole goggle system. So th- the image that you get in your goggles only depends on the resolution. So if you have an old pair of Dominator 2s, which are oh, yeah. right, which, which are great goggles for analog, <laughs> if, you, if you try and display a 720p image on those panels, it's going to look crap. Yeah. doesn't matter, right, because that's the resolution. If you've got something like a modern set of HDOs or HDO2s, then it's it looks a lot better. Um, is it DGI quality? No. Um, do, does it work in a different way? Yeah, completely. Um, you know, there's some cute, there's some cute stuff in it, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm going to continue to fly and play around with it. I actually have put it on a quad. Um, and so, as apologies for everybody because the way I've mounted this is horrific. But this is this was my this is my test rig, so just just live with it. It's like a seven inch, Lee. Looks Why? Big. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the way I'm sat. So um, that's yes, a bomb thing. That is, it's the way my trousers have just rocked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Jack. Uh, we managed. 19 minutes <laughs> and it wasn't you without you yeah oh, so there we go um so yes it is a seven inch well spotted i i um i like i, I like seven inches they they they, they feel better <laughs> the, um, someone gone, sound cut that i'm gone so uh, you know what that might be a thing from a Patreons is just a whole lot of sound clips <laughs> of the radio. Um, so it's it's mounted it's mounted on the top. I know it's a terrible place to put it, and but the thing is with these units, you have to have a little bit of space on top. But I've only put it on here because I want to put it on a wing um, and fly it on the AR wing, which we'll talk about in a minute. But the mm. the danger with a wing is um, if you're flying out of range and you suddenly start to lose range. Uh, whereas with a quad, you can kind of, you know, break and stop and come back. Uh, with a wing, you're kind of committed. <laughs> so if it flies out of range, you kind of you kind of got to hit your return to home or try and bank it and bring it back into range. So, um, so uh, no, no, I, I, it, it's what it, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad everyone picked up on it as we were doing the bottom jokes. So, so I, I as a system, I quite like it. It's... Um, it's going to be interesting how it all works out. I'm glad they brought it out because when uh, Fat Shark were bought by Red Cat, is it Red Cat? I want to call it yeah. Red Hat. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I used to, no, I Red that's a Linux thing. Yeah. Um, but but when they would do, I, I, I kind of was speaking to the guys at Fat Shark and um, I said, you know, the, the easiest way for you to shut up all the detractors out there who were saying it's the end of fat shark uh, is to bring out a new product. And they, and they kind of have, uh, it's just a shame. It's still not final, final. Um, it's a shame. The VTX is a bit smaller. The VTX runs incredibly hot. I was a bit confused, Lee, because um, haven't, didn't get FPV cells a load for, am I making this up for like $250? Am I making that up? No, they sold it, – it's the same deal. So it's the same kind of thing that they did with the original – whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, you see, now I'm overcorrecting myself. I have to – there we go, bite frost. Bite right. frost, yeah. 
Yeah, there it is. That's the one that I pulled out of the unit. Um, the really interesting thing about this, and the thing that I might be a, that I think might be a game cha changer for Sharp Bite, is something that I didn't think we could talk about yet. But the person who's been testing it has basically been posting on everybody's. Um, See, I had to actually look what the name was then. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Sharp Bite, Shark Bite system. I can remember. Uh, he's been so so. There is as well as that VTX unit. There's another smaller version which is uh, small enough to go on a Whoop. No, that'd be game changing, wouldn't it? And that's, that, that does make a difference. And that's a 25 200 milliwatt unit. Now, if if they at the moment that's been tested and it's working very well, and again, I didn't think we could talk about that, but he's been posting everywhere about it, so I've I haven't you know let the cat out of that bag. Mm. But imagine having a Whoop with that kind of system on it. Mm. Uh, that's something you can't do with GGI, you know. I, so it it might be a system for other places where you're not going to use analog or and you're not going to use dgi so it'd be interesting see i've got i've got the hdo2s and w when i saw 250 dollars okay let's convert that 250 pounds if you've already got the hdo2s that's quite attractive isn't it i i was even thinking you know yeah i could pick i could pick that up uh, um it's just whether this the, i think the thing that cements dgi it's the fact that like people are creating binum flies and putting it in it, and I think if we see that with this shark bite type of thing, then that that's when it that's when you kind of know it's become a thing, isn't it? When people go, uh, they start making frames for it, they start, and that's when I'm thinking like, hmm, maybe I need to maybe I need to get this. Uh, yeah, I, I I I think that would that would be for me the bit where I I would feel that that was the tipping point. Mm. Uh, that starts to become more mainstream. Um, the, the receiver unit itself is a little, you know, it's, it's 80 grams, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's quite a little bit of weight stuck at the front of the goggles. If you're not, mm. if you're used to wearing the DJI goggles, um, which are quite a, a lot bigger, then you kind of use that weight on your head, mm. but you're going to need an upgraded strap on your, on your goggles really for them. Um, but it's, it, um, yeah, it's, it, I think it's one of those that we've just got to watch and see how it actually yeah. works. It's got me uh, interested for sure. Uh, the, the, yeah. Lots of the videos that I watched when it first came out, uh, cause my, my units were typically stuck in customs. It's one of those, you know, you love those Andy, don't you? Where you get the little letters from customs. Yeah. Um, was here, that, actually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You love that whole stuff. Um, and unfortunately, it meant that mine was about three or four days later than everyone else's, which meant that everyone else has already made their videos. And a lot yeah. of them were basically going, ah, it's not DGI. And you kind of go, no, it's not DGI. If it was DGI, it would have a DGI logo on it. Um, it's something else. And, and <laughs> I, think that, but I think there's a sliding scale where one and two is crappy analog that we're all flying seven, eight years ago. We're really crappy mm. cameras you know average single channel you know receivers then you know like three or four on the scale from one to ten is modern analog fpv with high-end cameras from run camera foxier really good diversity receivers from people like immersion rc and others and good goggles like your hdos your uh, o3os your whatever's you know and then you've got kind of at the other end of the spectrum you've got kind of at the nine or ten is dgi kit i think the big question is where on that scale does this put you with the half 
half decent set of goggles. Yeah. Mm. And, and I, I need to fly it more to, to not answer that, to be honest. As, as, as Tony has, has shown, there's, you know, DJI system isn't perfect. Like if, if you have two of you flying a bit close together, you can suddenly have a luck up and fall out yeah. of the sky. I don't know how, I haven't, I guess not enough people have been flying for long enough on the chart bike to really know Like if you lose signal with the shark bite and then you come back in range because it's, it's got the kind of blocky breakup analog skeuomorphism thing going on but is that enough to not completely lock you out i think i think it does come back because what i've watched a bit of bardwell and mm. he drove up on his tractor this came back and it didn't went it? completely and then he turned his head or faced the goggles back towards it and it come back on pretty instant so yeah not like the dji which t- took more than 20 seconds grumpy fpv's got a very good point here i think um you absolutely could not agree more with that i i absolutely agree so what so for those listening on the audio he wrote uh, surely as long as fpv gets bigger it doesn't matter what you fly i assume you mean the, the pool of people who fly it yeah mm. Seven and, and, inch, eight inch. As you keep going, keep yeah. getting bigger. Nine, nine <laughs> inch, uh, t- ten inch in warm weather. It, it, yep. So it, it, it I, 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 and this is this is kind of my my kind of thing take on this as well. Um, if if somebody sees this and likes it and wants to fly it, brilliant. If they have fun with it and they're not putting anyone in danger, awesome. If the, if they can only afford, you know, the one hundred and twenty quid, and they get some cheap box goggles, a cheap VTX camera, and they're flying and they're enjoying it. You know what? Brilliant. If they want to spend eight hundred quid on a on a DJI system, go for your life. Um, we've got enough people having a pot shot at this hobby. We don't have to have a go <laughs> at each other about whether or not an FPV system is good or not. Mm. You know, fly, fly what you've got and enjoy it and have fun. That's the thing I don't like really. The how it. I understand it because we're a tribal bunch as humans. Um, but uh, it's like, yeah, it's just we're we're we struggle enough to uh, you know gain respect of uh, the general public as it is without dividing ourselves. So uh, I'm well, I'm well uh, up for that. As long it doesn't matter what you fly, for sure. It doesn't. So, oh, carry on. Go, so Jack. go, no, go for it, Jack. You've been very quiet today. Yeah, yeah. The only one thing I do worry about is like being that sort of person who's like a bit diehard analog for what they want to do, and then meeting up, and then all your friends are on digital in different sort of, you know. So let, let's talk about that very quickly because it's a really good point. Mm. The way that the DJI system and interestingly Shark Bite get it right. Hey, yes. hey. Uh, I could. I should have had a drink, shouldn't I? And have a tot every time I get it right. Um, <laughs> The, the way that Shark Bite works is that the, the, the eight channels that it's mapped to are basically race band. Uh, some of them are not exactly race band, but they're pretty close. The interesting thing is the DJI system also pretty much uses race band. The weird thing is, is that I think channels seven and eight are swapped. Interestingly, um, it looks, if you look at the channel assignments, again, we're getting quite deep into this. Now, I've not talked about this in the videos yet. So That's everyone right. who's watching, when they talk about, when I do this bit on the videos, you can go, yeah, I can fast forward to this bit. I heard, <laughs> it, on L- I heard it on LDO. But the, but seven and eight are turned around on the DJI system. So it doesn't match race band completely. Interestingly, these boys have done the same thing. 
Mm. Um, but if you look at how the how much of the band it's using around that central point, uh, it's a digital system, right? Um, whereas the DJI system uses a little bit more bandwidth, and that's because it's a bi-directional system. It's sending telemetry down from the model to the goggles, and it's sending RC um, information up through the link as well, which is why you can use the controller. The, this is a one-way um, one-way FPV system, so it's only one way from the model down to the goggles. There isn't um, a bi-directional link. So in terms of how much bleed you get each side of each channel, it is actually a lot less. I'm trying to figure out a way to show that, and what I'm thinking is maybe, you know, like the, the band scanner that you get on, um, yeah. like, Fusion and the, the things like that, is maybe yeah. to try and show the, the peaks. Yeah, I've done that. I actually did it with the, the DJI, and, you know, when, when Tony was getting the – it's because Tony, it's because you're using the 50 megabit thing. If you fly with other people, 50 megabits out of the question because it you it, it uses separate no, channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've had a look at the DJI thing on um uh on the normal one, and it actually uh, takes up about the same as analog. Like when you look at the spike through a, a spe spectrum analyzer, would that be the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I I only fly. 50 megabit is amazing. It's okay. I prefer, I'd rather fly with friends than use 50 megabits. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Tony Tony's, Tony's like the best for him. He's the sort of person that will like, you know, move the TV close to him. <laughs> side angle. Or like, if the microwave heated his food up quicker, he would remove the door from the microwave. Uh, <laughs> your bollocks. Um, but, yep. There's Thanks. two comments I'd love to just bring out here. The first one is from um, is from Pavel. He said that remember vinyls a few years people will rediscover analog FPV and say mm. better quality, and there will be there will that we'll be wearing tie dyed shirts and have beads in our hair, and we'll <laughs> and we'll be we'll be smoking a doobie and so, and, yeah. and flying analog because it because it's the really it's the way to fly. It's not no, being no. compressed. It's, it's for the purity. Yeah, it is. That's it. It's, it's like the, none of this digital stuff. Digi digital <laughs> is the devil. Um, you joke, but there's still people that are like 35 megahertz is the way to fly because it's you've got more range in it because it's a lower frequency. Like God, purity God. for the purity. There's some truth in that. I'd agree and, with that. By the way, I would actually. Do you remember? Do you remember Immersion RC in the? Oh, what was it? You know the one after the foldy arm round things. What were they called? Uh, oh man, they're the discos. Yeah. Huh? Are you talking about a model? The the yeah. quad. The di is it the, the Discovery from TBS that had foldy Immersion RC Vortex. The yeah, yeah. is it? The what was the one after that? Let's play. <laughs> lines for each band and it had little triangles does anyone remember that I don't know what you're talking about Jack oh. have you taken your meds today sorry that's all it took look at that Jack come back yeah, come back don't listen unless he's gone away to find out which, which quad it was definitely um, not he's passive aggressively logging off I don't know I hope not. Um, so, so while we're talking about other other things, um, 
and HD systems. Shall I grab the AR Wing Pro and we'll talk yeah, about that? Yeah. I have to I have to say, Lee, uh, just while you're doing that, uh, my friend Phil has been really appreciating your channel lately because he is absolute loving fixed wing FPV and he used a lot of your videos to uh, set him. head tracking system. It's immense. Love it. Anyways, carry on. It, no, thank you for that. It, it is. I'm having a lot of fun with fixed wing at the moment. And uh, it was very, this, is, this again is one of those weird things. And I can kind of talk about the story a little bit on here about how this came about. Um, so uh, nearly two years ago, because uh, as those of you that watch the channel will know, I've, I've um, not channel map. Sorry, did you find out which quad it was? I can't remember. I don't know what it is, but do you remember, does anyone remember that? <gasps> yes, and that's how it, that's how they laid it out on the channel map. It was one of the vortexes. It was a vortex quad that did it. They had their own custom electronics, didn't they? Yeah, and I thought that was a really beautiful way to lay it out. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a shame it didn't catch on. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Um, so, so about two years ago, I, for those of you that watch the channel, I really like the AR wing, 900 millimeters, only about 70 quid, pretty bulletproof. And for 70 quid, you don't mind if you break it. Uh, it's heartbreaking, but not as heartbreaking as destroying a Capena 2 or a Drac or something. Anyway, so the Sonic model got in touch and said, look, you fly a lot of wings. Oh, yeah. They said, what, <laughs> what, what would you like to see in a wing? So it was one of those really weird leading questions. I said, okay, um, why? And they said, okay, we're designing the next wing. We're interested in getting your feedback. And I said, okay, I've got a list of about eight things. So I sent them the list, and they came back and um, somewhat suspiciously, I think, said, oh, that's exactly the same as our list. <laughs> so um, and, and to be fair to them, I actually think it was because it was about airflow, modern FPV. It was about more room for batteries, um, having um, more lower wing loading. There was lo loads of things on the list. Having the wings come off was a big thing of mine as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Detachable wings. Ha hallelujah. So, so anyway, so that was the start of it. And then they started working through it. Then there was a whole thing about I was going to go out to China then that was knocked on the head. Um, then there was a thing about they wanted to call it the, the uh, a painless 360 edition, oh, and I was like, no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't put my name on it. Um, and then, and then we kind of then there was a whole thing about they were deciding whether or not it was worthwhile doing a brand because it's expensive to create a model like this. You have to do injection molding, and usually the first version is a bit. So you have to do two or three versions. Each mold is like seventy to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to make. It's ridiculous. So anyway, so um, there was one point where they were just going to add wings onto the existing AR wing, and then one day I get some um, pictures from them with this thing in it, which is all, it's all like three D models, and I was kind of going. 
what's that? And they went, oh, it's the new AR Wing Pro. And I was like, is it? Okay. So um, so we started looking at it and working through it. And, um, and then eventually uh, we were getting ready. Then New Year happened, Chinese New Year, which turned into Chinese New Never, Nobody's come, Ever Coming Back. Then coronavirus <laughs> happened. And all the time this is sat there and I'm like, please, just bring it out. Please just bring it out. Um, and then finally, finally, um, <laughs> the Greg, hi, mate. Greg from uh, E-Wings is on. Don't worry, we're going to show yours in a minute as the actress said. <laughs> so, um, so this finally, finally came out. But the really funny part was, so Sonic Model are ready to actually do it. They've got production. They're shipping them around the world. Um, interestingly, they didn't tell Banggood about it because Banggood are notoriously crap at just as soon as they get information, sticking it on the website. They don't. They don't. The whole thing about don't post this until the certain certain date. They're just like whatever. Um, so so even Banggood didn't know about it. So they shipped me the first. So this is the one of three that were hand built. Wow. Ooh. And they shipped and they shipped me it, right? So I could do my video first. And very kindly they put um my logo in the manual to, to say thank you. And also there's a custom um they've got one the bat sorry everybody, I'm gonna show my seven inches again. Um there's a battery strap um that has Happy Fly cool. and also the painless pill on it as well. And Brilliant. all the first 300 of these actually have the special battery strap in. Um, so, they, so, so they ship me these, right? So I get one. There's a couple of others in the world. And it gets stuck in the post. So there's an entire, so Sonic model is sat there waiting. An entire operation is waiting to go public, <laughs> right? So they've got all the, all the, 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 the Instagram and the, and the Facebook stuff. It's all ready to go. And the, and the fingers hovering over the button, but because Lee can't get his <laughs> ring. So anyway, so it, after about 10 days, I pinged them and went, the tracking still says it's in China. So they're like, oh, my God. By this time, it actually started real production. So, so they ran and got one off the production, stuck it in another envelope and shipped that one. And, um, and in the meantime, this one turns up. So, I, so the reason that the first video uh, didn't include a maiden and all that stuff, for all of you who are kind of wondering, it was an unboxing first look, and I talked about the features and the list that I had. The reason it was like that was because literally it arrived, and Sonic Model were like, please do the video, please do the video, because they were so desperate to get this thing out. And at that point, there were containers of these things flying to all of the shops, and um, they were they were really good, and they said because you've been such a big part of having how the wing's been designed, we want your video to be first. Um, and, and then once the video went up, then it kind of went everywhere else, and it was just so, such a lovely experience. And the feedback I've had about the wing and what it is and how it works has been absolutely fantastic. Um, and I need to give a shout out actually to Andrew Newton. Um, Andrew uh, also had a wing and uh, I couldn't maiden it because I, I set it up. The weather in the UK was absolutely crap. So I couldn't go out and shoot my maiden video. Andrew at the moment, obviously in Australia, beautiful, fantastic sunshine. <laughs> uh, he, he did his maiden really quickly, but he, what a gentleman. He got in touch and said, 
Uh, when are you doing your maiden? Because I won't release mine until you've done yours. And wow. uh, I thought, if only you know the, what? If only what the quad community, if only the quad community worked like that, eh? They're not that nice, are they? Mm. Mm, they're fine. <laughs> so yeah, so the, so the the wings available now. I've uh, got another few in. I think this is the one I'm going to use for most of my flying. Um, I think. In terms of the flying experience, uh, the cruise is only about five, six amps. With a 7,000 milliamp hour lithium ion pack in here, you can get the best part of an hour's flying. Wow. So lithium ion's brilliant. So you, you just throw this up. I mean, I've got my, as you can see at the moment, it's still got the DJI system on the front. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, and flying it with a DJI system is, is epic. That's great, isn't it? Absolutely epic. Put it on 16.9, and it is, it is fantastic. Um, the only thing I did do was I, I fitted a folding prop. Sorry, Whoa. just my bike over there. Uh, because because the bottoms are flat, when you come in, if you don't have the folding prop on, you don't have the brake on, uh, you just snap the prop off. Yeah. My, uh, my friend Phil texted me, uh, and I woke up to this text, and it said, looks like Lee has found a muddier field than ours. <laughs> uh, and then I looked at the video, and it was just, what? It was just like a... A mud bath or something, but uh, well done for flying. Well done for cleaning it up. Well, actually, it wasn't that bad. I, I went to that fit. Sorry, Jack, go on. When you landed, I was surprised it wasn't like a bobsled. It was just. Like <laughs> yeah. well, well, this was the funny thing when I was. Uh, so the, the, the story with this is um, lockdown happened on Thursday. Uh, I'm trying to respect the lockdown. And also my wife's a teacher. So we are being particularly careful about who we um, interact with because being a teacher, she's interacting with literally hundreds and hundreds of families by proxy of the kids. So uh, we, we are trying to be careful. Anyway, so the Wednesday was the last day, and uh, a, a, a local guy, a guy called Adam, who very kindly said, look, I'm, I'm local, I'll come and help you. I was like, brilliant, okay. Wednesday was it, literally the one day in between this rainstorm finishing and the next rainstorm starting in the bloody Northwich. So... Um, I said, great, I'll meet you at this field. Last time I was at the field was a week before. The corn was still in there. And I was thinking about, mm, the landing's going to be a bit tricky because I'm literally going to have to bring it down. the. Because uh, those of you that have watched some of my maiden videos, you've probably seen that corn grow over the year. Um, and it, it was, I thought, it's going to be a bit muddy. I'll set my wellies, uh, but it'll be fine. Anyway, we turns up. I looks over the fence and it is it just looks like the Battle of the Somme has happened. It's, it's mud, water, and then Adam turns up and I was just like, Would we've got no other choice. It's either now or we don't do this thing. Mm. So I'm thinking the law the, the, the launch is gonna be all right, right? Because I'm using INAV auto launch and that'll do all the hard work. So I'm not worried about that. It's got plenty of power. The landing's gonna be exciting. So um, and of course, with a maiden, you don't know how floaty the wing is. So as I brought it in, I'm thinking, right, I need to be reasonably low because I don't want to, you know, kind of overshoot. And somebody mentioned on the Sonic um, uh, Model Forum, they said, oh, that landing was a bit sketchy. I said, no, it wasn't sketchy. What I was doing, I was trying to miss all of the mud hmm, and yeah. literally land in the verge at the side, which I did. And, and, and the wing was so felt so good even though it was a maiden i could literally just cut the engine soar and and kind of we it was only about 20 feet away um and then and then the guy who who came and did the maiden did a flight and landed it 
even closer. It was absolutely brilliant. So, uh, so no, it, it was less than ideal. And in any other circumstances, I'd have been like, no, sack this. We'll go and find somewhere else. But it was like, <laughs> this is the one shot that we've got to do this. Although I don't think we actually legally, you know, we don't have to not go out and fly. Um, I, I, I will probably be doing the maiden of the other thing I want to talk about. Greg, brace yourself from E-Wings. Nice. Uh, which is this thing. I hope, I'm not sure the camera's going to pick this up. It's quite big, isn't it? What you, how big's that one now? How many inches is this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not How much is a thousand centimeters millimeters Jesus, it's basically it, it's yeah it's it's reasonable size so this 40, is this is 40 inches is that right 40 is the same size as a this is almost 40 inches uh in the warm weather so this is the black <laughs> warm weather so this is this is something that I I got from this is this is the thing I'm building right now. If you watch the the video comes out tomorrow, where I show myself flashing iNav on it. As you can see, I'm a little bit further on. Looks like a carbon weave on the wing, doesn't it? I'm glad you like that. So uh, I had to actually laminate the wings. I haven't oh. laminated foam for four years, five years. I hate laminating oh. wings because it always makes makes it look like, uh, as I as I joke, it makes it look like your old fella in a condom, right? It just, <laughs> it's not pretty. I think lamina just, just it, it, it's, it doesn't enhance the look of a wing. Um, unfortunately with this, you have, you have to. So I had to laminate, so I've laminated the wing. You can see the lamina at the end. Why'd you have to, Lee? Sorry to... Um, it's recommended for strength and okay. for um, it, it makes it very, very uh, almost like a, uh, a hard coating on it. Okay. But the other thing as well is that they recommend that you kind of put this stuff on the top. Um, this is this is actually the, you know the, the stuff that they put on cars that that wrap material. Oh, wrap, yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Don't be fooled; it's not carbon fiber, um, but it does look absolutely. Awesome. Is Did it you have bugger? to iron it? I was going to say, it looks like a, you iron on? It's a bugger to put on. The, the laminating film is the stuff that you iron, and it's, it has a heat-activated um, glue on the back, and it also mm. shrinks slightly, which makes it nice and tight. And then uh, this stuff, you just put it on like you would any kind of vinyl. You know, you just okay. start at one edge and work your way along. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got to maiden this. The problem... I'm interested because it's no, everyone looks at this and says, "Oh, it's a it's a it's a drac," um, and I get why you think that because I thought that when I first saw it. But now, having built it, it is nothing like a drac. It might have the re resemble a drac in terms of the layout. I'm trying to figure out where this needs to be so you can see it. There we go. That's very drac esque. Yeah. Yeah. But if you put it on the side. It is yeah, much, totally different. much deeper. Mm. The, the aerofoil is a racing aerofoil. It's not an aerofoil the same as the track. So this is designed for out-and-out -out, uh, speed because um, Greg's a speed freak at E-Wings. Um, and I, I love – but if you look at this, all of his designs are very similar. They're kind of based on this. They're all he, – he wire cuts them himself out of blocks of foam at home. So it's a very boutique-y thing. Um, 
But I can't wait to fly this. It's going to be very, very different from a drag because this this doesn't, you know, if you look at the wing, it's completely symmetrical. There's no, you know, it's not designed to generate lift. It's just designed to cut through the air. Hmm. So this will this will go incredibly quick. And literally today I put the the folding prop on. Well, um, how many inches is a self-folding prop? It's a robo bird. Nine. Nine inches now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... But so that that's uh, what I've been doing the last three or four days. But that um, that's that's cool. So I must admit, I've been having a whale of a time. Last two or three days, I don't know if you guys ever have it when you're building. You know, you kind of sit down, you start a project. Sorry, I've been moving my head around. The mic's in front of me. When you sit down, you start a project, and you kind of get the soldering iron out, or you you know you start working on something. Okay. And then you look up, and two hours have gone, and you think, oh, gee, where's I right? Okay. <laughs> um, and then you put your head back down, you carry on, you look up again, and another two hours have gone. Literally every day for the past four or five days has been like that. Because I come in, I've been a little list of things. I start buggering about with all this crap, um, and then before I know it, it's half past one, and you're thinking okay i'm desperate for a drink and i'm desperate for a wee and you kind of get up from the bench and you do some stuff and then you kind of back to it it's been great i've been going to sleep absolutely shattered mentally exhausted Mm -hmm. because i've been um you know concentrating because and you 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 guys probably know the way it works you you can only usually sustain that level of concentration when you're really enjoying something if you don't enjoy it you know after 10 minutes you're kind of looking for a reason to walk away but in the morning i'll be coming in starting and playing with this stuff and just having an absolute blast great so so great thank you uh, yeah <laughs> Um, so Greg's just saying he's working on the new Vortigort. How do you say that? You, Andrew, you have one of those, haven't you? You've had a fly. Vortigort? Vortigort? Uh, I think Vort- it was a Vortigort I had to go on, but I would guess it'd be the Vortigort, I would guess. Can you know. buy them already made for Tony? <laughs> <laughs> is this a London Underground Christmas jumper? It's, it's a TFL it Christmas jumper, yeah, with buses and tubes and everything on it as well. Yeah, sorry, I've I've got my new Christmas jumper on the way. So if you're doing a show near to Christmas, and once it's here, I would love to come on and do the whole jumper thing. If we're doing the hats and everything again, as we normally do. I've never owned a Christmas jumper. I might buy one this year just for some giggles. It's got to be a vegan Christmas jumper, isn't it? You can get a Back to the Future Christmas jumper. Yes, that's all I'm getting. Hello, Frank. I'm looking for it now. Pointed in you, Lee, when uh, it, when Andy RC asked, "Why did you wrap it?" You should have said for protection. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, well done, Lee Wings. I know. Yeah. Oh, a build service. I might take you up on that. <laughs> See, it's going to be popular. The one free build. The only thing is, we have to use thingy as a footstool. Thingy. Oh, what Joker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'll I'll see if he's all right with it. I'll shout down in a minute. You see, he's still under the stairs. He signed it, so he's got to do it. He did sign it. Yes. What's your? Is it your footstool for a whole day or eight hours? I can't remember. No, during the during the build process. I don't know how we're going to do it, but <laughs> that makes oh, a good yeah. video. But um, in non-COVID times, I suppose. Yeah. 
we just have to wear a mask, or, or maybe have have your head out of um, something like a cat flap, just so your ass is in the room to put to put your feet on. <laughs> well, mate, well, let's just, do, just switch that around for you, Jack. Let's have his ass out the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh we we will be having greg on in a few weeks time so we'll learn all more about the the evenings and really do a deep dive into the evening stuff Um, i i i must admit andrew i've been impressed i wasn't interested in getting a because i would call this quite a boutique exotic thing with the Mm. amount of building that you have to do to literally get a load of pieces of foam and you have to stick it together, but it has probably been one of the most fun, rewarding builds I've done in a while. Um, just be, just because if it if it flies, it's because I of the work that I've done. It's not a case mm. of you know just bolting it together and plugging the the servos in. Uh, if it, similarly, if it completely destroys itself first time out, which it might do, um, then it's my fault. Uh, it, but the whole thing about doing um, lamination. And stuff and now now actually because i i did a video on laminating because somebody asked me about it and while i was laminate i thought you know what i'm just going to film this and i can narrate what i do um having now done it a little bit more i'm actually falling back in love with it a little bit particularly now we're using greg's idea of you can then put the 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 car um wrapping vinyl stuff on top it just means that you you could you have a really bulletproof model but the vinyl is so bright you could actually because i got a vinyl cutter here as well Mm. i could cut designs into the vinyl and then wrap that on top of the black so at the moment so this is my idea i've got two ideas here we can do a quick vote i was gonna do kind of circuit lines in in gray going up here and out into the wing with kind of like little circuit blobs to have it like a big circuit or god or the other the lighting tokyo drift coldly (laughs) <laughs> I was, and then I was going to put green LEDs underneath, so when it sat on the ground, it looks like it's on. That would be amazing. Um, right on the, the front. Are they? Oh, big spoiler! Oh, the other option <laughs> is to do the leading edge in uh, orange as well, and then have like um, hexagons that go back and break up as it goes back mm. over the wing. So like a like a honeycomb mm. uh, that starts mm. solid and then breaks up as it goes back. The kind of yeah, fading pixel kind of. Uh. I've got a question, Lee. Is the yellow bonds um, Jaffa tape? Because you love that, didn't you? The old bondage. Tape. No, it's it. Uh, let's. Um, it used to be Jaffa tape. Jaffa tape. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let that go. Well, yeah. bear me out. You can't. Uh, it's not really showing up on here. Jaffa it's, tape. No right. Jaffa tape. So. I don't know if you can see, but it's carbon fiber effect orange. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow. Can okay. you get that? Hey, you can yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So, so it's wrap again. So it does look. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really sad when I completely stuff this up because it does look mint, but it'll only look mint until the first time I land it in that muddy field, and then it'll just like look like a Wellington boot. Put the big lights on. <laughs> That's a northern thing. No, that is a northern saying, <laughs> Greg. Put, put big lights on. <laughs> oh my god, what is the chat today, man? Uh, oh, that's, that's what happens. Lee comes on and the chat just go into absolutely. Is it? Is it not? Is it not gaffer tape? Is no, it's orange. 
So it's it's actually a, a particular brand of duct tape that I found that was bright orange, and it was called Jaffa. It used to be called oh, now it Jaffa, makes sense. Jaffa tape, and it was bright orange. Got and you. I and I love it because it's the stickiest tape I could find. I used to wrap all my elevons in it, and then that you, you can't get it anymore. It's now called American duct tape. It's essentially the same tape, but it's uh, if you search for Jaffa tape, you'll find it on Amazon. And and Jack amazingly has remembered that that's actually what i use for my elevons but um wow. this time round, i actually used the wrap so it, it and the, you know the hardest thing in the build was trying to make sure that the carbon fiber effect goes in the right direction on each wing so it has so the um the different each side yeah that's that's don't stand on that's don't stand on the pavement with the crack in it territory isn't it that it, it really is it really is because i nearly did it the other way and i was i was heartbroken uh, you know the um hexagon idea did you ever see it was a episode of wheel of dealers it was the last series that um ed china was china on. they they done a proton car and they done the retro reflective you remember that you know yeah like, you shine a light. They done retro reflective hexagons, and it did look amazing. <gasps> I wonder yeah. if you can get that in the vinyl. It was on yeah, a proton, though. Well, that's a, I want to know with, with your vinyl. What's your vinyl cutter? Is it is it a Roland or a Cricut or something else? Uh, my wife's got the big Cricut, and I've got a silhouette. I think just mm -hmm. for the A4 stuff here. Um, so between us, we can usually do most stuff. But it's one of those things that once you start doing a little bit of it, you end up yeah. just it's yeah, it just looks sick. So I so, so was, there, was there any consensus? I forgot to ask. Uh, circuit lines or uh, fading hexagons? Circuit for me. Circuits. Circuit. Okay. Sure. <laughs> right. That's it. Okay. That's fine. I will. I will start working up the designs tomorrow, and then we'll get it cut. Episode. Another question I have for everyone. Has anyone seen anything about the new jumper radio? The little yes. TX12. Mm. Already got it. I've got, uh, I've got one coming on the way, and Lee probably has as well. From I would imagine. No, Lee. <laughs> it uh, only... it, I, I I I couldn't possibly comment as it's an unreleased product. <laughs> Is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's, it, you know what? I bet if you it's, 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 oh, it's, it's probably, I bet, I tell you what, I bet if you search on the Banggood website, I bet those buggers have already got it on because they are a law unto themselves when it comes to pre release products. I, I've got I've got a tip for you guys. If you ever want to know whether Lee's got it or not, Lee, move your camera to the left a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not we're not going into the secret pile. We're not we're not Go doing on. that. Just uh, right. just to let, see and if he won't move it, it's cuz it's there. What? Is it big, it's 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 all this this crap over this yeah, side of the desk. Yeah, yeah that would be your left. See, actually, actually, unusually, you can actually see my um, my um, my plaque. Nobody ever gets to see that normally. That's where it lives. Mm. Jumper T twelve. Actually, no, it's still not on Banggood, so we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's just out of shot. Come on, mate. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, well, we'll have to see. Yeah, if Radio King do a version of it. Yeah, and then and then there's also the the new DJI one as well. That's quite similar in terms of its uh, form factor. Looks mm. like a tango, doesn't it? it does. mm. Yeah, I I really like those smaller um, 
somebody's just posted that it's actually called a TX12. So let, I'm just searching yeah. on, on, TX12, on that yeah. website. I thought it oh, was. Oh yeah, geez. No, it's on Banggood. We're okay. Happy days. There we, there we are. There we are. Yeah. So have you got one coming then, Lee? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Of course I've got one coming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I can't wait to get my hand. Lots of people loved that. Um so the TS8G, whatever it was called, the smaller version, the smaller radios. Lots of people love them. Uh, people who don't have big hands. Um, don't know why I did that. Uh really like the form factor. Uh, it's something that Ben's been working on for a while. Um, it's a it's a cheap and cheerful little radio, which will be awesome, and it's dead cheap. And what what a Banggood listing it has fifty pounds sixty two. Holy moly! Wow. Um, but um, I'm yeah, I, I, yeah. I really like the Radio Master stuff. I must admit, I'm a big. I'm I'm now having used it for seven months, whatever it is. The the big brother of it, what is it, the TS16S or whatever they've called it. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that radio. I really yeah, like I'm, it. I'm the same. Anyone ask, it, it's an easy one now for me, what transmitter. It's either Tango 2 or, if you like, Crossfire or the Radio Master TX16S. So I, I've been using that a lot uh, this year, and I, I can't fault it. To quality, I don't think I'd like to swap at all. I've been following the same transmitter of six something years well you don't have to tony that's the thing as well it's like a, a, a you know an inundated market if you've still mm. got your tyrannis there's no need to switch really no yeah. it'll be like trading my wife tony in for some blonde bimbo called lily <laughs> it wouldn't feel right no that's right jack any particular reason why you chose the name lily or did you just pull that out oh uh, don't go there don't ask <laughs> Lee, after the show mate <laughs> awesome <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I, re I remember the last time I was on a couple of times ago, we were talking about radios. And, and uh, two years ago, if we'd have talked about it, we'd have all just gone, oh, get a Free Sky Tyrannus or a QX7 or an X-Lite. Yeah. And it's, it's really funny now. Here we are that, you know, they're, they're, they're not even on the list, which is such a shame. Yeah, they've they've uh, pri not priced themselves out of the market, but they've locked themselves out of the market, really, haven't they? Yeah. Well, what's ironic is these transmitters are all like piggybacking off the, you know, the XM Plus basically, aren't they? You know, and uh, FR Sky, but no, it, they just needed to jump on the bandwagon, but they just wanted it all for themselves, didn't they? But as I keep saying, I I would be happy, and I would buy another radio from Free Sky in a heartbeat if they replaced my Tyrannus, kept the form factor, maybe upgraded the screen a little bit, allowed me to connect to AWCST version one, AWCST version two, and access with a full speed inverter in the back. I would buy one of them to replace my Tyrannus in a heartbeat. But they just they just seem hell bent on not giving us what we want. Because all of us who fly the Tyrannus, who love it, you know, going to, back to Tony's comment, I'm the same. Um, it, it, takes, it takes me a while to get out my Tyrannus because um, the switches, you know, you just, when you've been flying that long, it's where like, everything is, don't you? You just, yeah, and, and you've been using the same mode switch for the last four years. You've been using the same arm switch for the last four years. It just, you don't even have to think about it. Um, and if they could just give me a new Tyrannus, same form factor, same look and feel, but with better electronics. Yeah. Nicer screen, ability to do all the stuff that the multi-protocol modules do. Um, I would I'd buy one in a heartbeat, but they just oh, they just don't. They they actually, I think, left the door wide open for the ghost and the tracer, didn't they, FR Sky? 
And I think people will, if they don't go with the Radio Master, they'll either go with that or Crossfire or both. So they've, you know, they've done it themselves, haven't they? I think FOS guy. I think they have. The, the only the only reason they upgraded the slow inverter that the majority of their radios had. You remember the whole issue with the, you couldn't run Crossfire at full mm-hmm. speed in your QX7. Um, all the radios that they brought out that support the access protocol. They then decided that it was worth spending the extra five cents or whatever it cost per unit to put the full speed inverter in because they needed it for their access protocol for the higher speed. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and it's things like that that you just go, you, why didn't you do that for the past four years when everyone has been having to take the back off their radio and spend 20 minutes with sweat pouring down their brow, <laughs> desperately trying to solder in an extra and not screw the entire radio up. Yeah. Why couldn't you have just done that? Because you knew people wanted it. You knew people were asking for it and you just ignored it. And it's things like that, that just, like you said, it's such a shame because they had it all. They could have owned that market completely. Yeah. Uh, what was going to say? Yeah, they, and then it forced them to release the R9 module again. Uh, yeah. Um, should we call it there, guys? I think so, yeah. It's time. Uh, I don't know if you want to hang out for an after show, Lee. I will be on the Thursday night show doing a 80s night once again. So that's the thursdaynightshow.com. Um, and I'll be playing 80s music and cranking over Andy RC. Um You've been joined by my little Tony. Bonjour. Our guest for tonight, Pain the 360. Pleasure as always. Thanks, everybody. And the reason this show exists, thank you to everyone who donated. It makes his life easier. Andrew slash Frank. Bye. Uh, everyone's favourite liability. Bye. <laughs> and who brings the show down probably would be better if I left. I've been right by fly. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Good night. Tune in next week. Don't forget we are live every Thursday at 8 p.m. UK time. Don't forget daylight savings, and we'll have good guests on. Frank, also, I might give you the email for Andrew Newton. That might be a good show. Thank you, and good night. Bye. 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 Telemetry lost.